0: With only four days in, I sure hope that your new year is still getting off to a good start. Hello, I'm Dr. Doris Forte, and it is such a pleasure to welcome you to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. We are launching our premier season with a series called Get Your Brain Washed, because treating ourselves to a good brainwashing at the beginning of a new year Just sounds like a great project to me to kick off the new year with. So let's dive inside the Visionarium. Life sometimes comes at us at warp speed, and it just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop when we're sick, when we're heartbroken. It doesn't stop when we're grieving. No matter what, life just keeps on happening. Like the song says, the sun will come up tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar there will be sun. But we don't always have the time or the ability to process every nuance and put a period on every detail. So a lot of times what happens is that we're left with unresolved issues. These unresolved feelings and emotions are added to other unresolved feelings and emotions that arise and accumulate over time, over decade, over a lifetime. And we end up with a toxic, putrefying slush pile of emotional and mental clutter that just takes up space inside our head. And it has a devastating effect on our well-being. Have you ever tried to download an app from the Play Store and you get a message that says something like, before you can download this app, you've got to clear up some space. And then it even suggests what apps you might remove in order to make space for the one that you wanna load. Well, I'm not saying that our brain is that simple because it isn't as much more sophisticated than that. But the truth is there is a limited amount of space. And in the past, we may not have been as judicious as we should have been in deciding what kinds of things we would allow to rent space in our head. But moving forward, we can learn the skills that we need to know in order to make better decisions about what kinds of things we will allow to take residency inside our head because it most definitely affects the quality of our life. Our mental health, along with our physical health, are our most valuable possessions. So we want to learn the skills that will enable us to choose and incorporate new experiences that could add much more value to our life at this point in time. And those are precisely the kinds of experiences and skill sets that you will have an opportunity to learn inside the Visionarian. So what is the definition of mental clutter? Mental clutter is that clutter that bogs the mind. It's that incessant internal chatter that never stops. it goes on and on inside our heads, like a record that plays the same track over and over and over. And what does it sound like? You hear phrases inside your head like, I should have done that, I wish I had, I couldn't do it because, but I wish I had, I wouldn't have done that if, so there's a lot of justification, rumination. Harping on things over and over and over about the things that happened in the past. I'm talking a long time ago and you've not let go of it and it just goes round and round and round. And I'm saying to you that this chatter is non-stop. It is the background noise of everything that you're doing. If you wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom, try to get back to sleep, you'll notice there's a dialogue going on in your head if you get up in the morning before you even get out of bed your thoughts are running and racing it never stops it's like there's an itty bitty little shitty committee having a board meeting all the time about you inside your head and you are being declared to be a piece of crap because of something that happened in the past These are limiting beliefs. These are beliefs that are saying to you, you are not capable of getting what you deserve out of this life because you didn't have the courage to take the chance. You should have done it, but you didn't. You didn't do it right. You wish you had, but you didn't. These are negative thoughts. Another part of the mental chatter that goes on, that clutters our mind, are the negative narratives that we tell ourselves about things that have happened to us in the past. Our regrets. We might have been fired from a job, or we might have divorced badly. I mean, is there ever a good divorce? I, I don't know. But we tell ourselves what happened, but we put a twist on it. Because facing the truth about what happened is a little bit too painful. So we twist the story just a little bit. And in doing so, because we know we're lying about it, we take on a guilty conscience and we become enshrouded in shame about it. It's not like this hasn't happened to a zillion other people. But in your mind, it makes you really a bad person that it happened to you. So you overthink it and you harp on it and you develop a victim mentality. And this is the background music, if you will, that goes on in your head all the time. Now, emotional clutter is a lot like mental clutter. There's the persistent negative thoughts that we have about ourselves and our life and others. But with emotional clutter, there are emotional attachments to these negative thoughts. There are strings attached to them. And when the thought comes up, our heartstrings are pulled and we react without even thinking. We're like puppets. So essentially what's happened is that the toxic negative thinking has become the marionette and puppeteer of our own weak minds. And we've lost our ability to think things through in a logical manner. A thought process usually has three parts. There's a beginning. Something happens. There's a middle where we process what has happened and come to a conclusion about the third part, which is an action plan. In the case of emotional clutter, there's just no space to do that. Things have become so messy and so disoriented and so confusing and so toxic inside. We go from A to Z. And you've probably heard people say that. Man, she went from 1 to 10 because we leave out the middle. And that's the way an animal thinks. An animal doesn't sit down and process the middle. They go from the incident to an action. Now, I will say I knew one animal. I had a dog named Sebastian. And I know Sebastian would think things through because that's just the way Sebastian was. But most animals don't do that. So what we've done is lost a part of our humanity when we behave in this way because of the emotional and the mental toxicity and clutter inside our head, not allowing us the space, the thinking, breathing space to make rational decisions. What does that look like in our everyday life? Well, I'll give you some examples. When we have excess emotional and mental clutter, we are hyper reactive. When something happens, we overreact. We do the most. We get all upset and been out of shape over nothing. And we hold grudges because all we have is the junk from the past that's brewing over and over and fermenting. And, you know, there is no room to take in new information, to process creatively new possibilities, new scenarios. So, We're harping on these things, we're playing the tapes over and over, and we're building grudges. So we become very paranoid, and we take things personally, and we feel that everything is about us, and it's never good. We don't trust anyone, and we worry. We worry a lot all the time in situations like this. There's a feeling of anxiety and fretfulness, and there are a lot of emotional meltdowns. Also called mood swings. You might start off an hour ago feeling great and some little thing happens and you're all the way to almost being depressed and it's usually over nothing, but we're stuck in this sludge that doesn't really allow us the dignity to think. We have lost our ability to be mindful and we're very easily irritated. I'll tell you, I'm from Houston, and Houston is a very desirable place to live. And so, a lot of people come to Houston from other places because they like the weather and they like the culture, and the people are friendly in Houston. And I've noticed that there are some really bad drivers now in Houston, Texas, because people have come from all over the place. And I think what's happened is they're just not accustomed to driving in Houston. And so there's a lot of drifting that's going on. Cars just drift across the street. They're drifting in your lane. You have to drive very defensively here. So if you're not familiar with the way that driving can happen in Houston, it can easily enrage you and cause road rage. We have a very high level of road rage here in Houston, Texas. I believe because a lot of people have a lot of mental clutter, especially now. People have a lot on their minds, but this is not a new thing. This is an accumulation of thoughts and emotions that have not been properly processed over decades, over a long time. And so this is the way that people react. In your life, you may also see more addictive behavior. Addictions to food, to binging, to hoarding, shopping, hanging around on the internet more, gambling. Because addictions serve the purpose of being a distraction. And what's needed a lot of the times is an escape from this committee that's going on inside your head. And so we turn to these things because it's a way of escaping and it also serves the purpose of procrastination. It keeps us from doing the things that we need to do because we don't feel that we can successfully do these things because of our limiting beliefs. And so we do the things that are more or less mindless activities and that don't really require a lot of mental engagement. We're more or less on automatic pilot. We also will be very unmotivated Because to remain motivated, you've got to have the ability to concentrate and to focus. And those things are out the window. By the time mental and emotional clutter becomes a problem, it's impossible to concentrate. There's too much toxicity going on, which causes brain fog and the other conditions that I've mentioned, and they're all tied together. These conditions are cumulative, and people who have these conditions are experiencing these things all at one time it's really very painful and very disconcerting so you can't concentrate you're easily distracted and you will become physically ill it's almost inevitable that you would not it may start off with something very light you know you may just be tired and that tiredness will prevent you from exercising and sometimes you won't want to get out of bed And then before you know it, you're going to the doctor because something is hurting you inside. And I guarantee you, living and breathing that kind of toxicity, where your mind is not sending positive, enlightening energy to the rest of your body, is a situation that does not promote good health. You will also notice insomnia. You'll have very poor sleep hygiene. You'll go to bed and you won't be able to fall asleep. You fall asleep, you wake up all night long, on and off, on and off. And when that happens, begin to tune in and listen to the thoughts that are inside your head. They're never positive. The fact that you have begun to lose your ability to sleep well is important because sleep is not only a wonderful thing, it's a very important bodily function. And it's a very necessary thing because it is during sleep that our body rejuvenates itself on a cellular level. If you're living in a state of toxicity, mental, spiritual, physical toxicity and now you cannot sleep so that the body can rejuvenate itself it is just a a matter of time before you begin to physically have some repercussions from that because living this way will make you want to detach from other people and other people will want to detach from you because you're toxic before you know it you'll be thinking things like you know i think i might move to portugal never been to portugal But all of a sudden, it seems like a good idea, right? That you're going to move to Portugal. That's just a few of the ways that this will show up in your everyday life. When you observe the negative thinking coupled with toxic behaviors, you know that something is rotten in the cotton and it's a sign that you are experiencing mental and emotional clutter. You don't need eyes to see that. Sadly. This is the state of mind that many of us live in, day in and day out. And we've worked so long and so hard and survived so much to arrive at this point in time. And for many of us, these are our golden years. We deserve the opportunity to experience peace and serenity inside our heads that's reflected outside in our lives. We deserve an opportunity to make our contribution to this world. There are many of us that still have a dream. We just can't implement it because we're stuck in the mire. The effects of mental and emotional clutter from the residue from the past prevent us from being present today and from being happy and joyous and free. And this is why we're taking this project on. Look behind you. Go ahead. Turn around. Look behind you. Do you see a line of people standing behind you, parading, ready to take this task on for you? There is no one but you that can do this for you. Period. So let's get busy. So until we meet again, which will be in a week, I have some homework for you. I want you to begin to tune in to those conversations that are going on all the time inside your head. Just start listening to your thoughts. Get a notebook, write those thoughts down. Keep that notebook on your nightstand. If you wake up in the middle of the night, jot down that thought that you just had. Nobody's going to see this but you, right? But this notebook will form the foundation of the work that you're going to be doing, decluttering that mental and emotional clutter. So it's important that you get that list going. Next week, we'll talk more about why this may be the most important inner work that you'll ever do in your life. So let's swim back up to the surface and take a deep breath. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any any ideas for an upcoming episode, please email me. My email address is thevisionariumpodcast at com. And you can also visit our website, which is inside InsideTheVisionarium.com. Look for the section called After Images. You will often find post-production notes and worksheets and other resources that relate to the current episode and more. And as a VP, Visionarium Podcast listener, which you are, you can help us grow our community of listeners by telling others about this podcast and inviting friends to join. Thank you for that. And until we meet again, remember to focus on your dreams because you gotta have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon!